Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, April 4th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about bubble tea, boba tea, boba, chewable rubbery tea balls, whatever you refer to it as. We're talking about it. The Asian drink has absolutely flooded the U.S. market in recent years, and import data shows tapioca is now America's largest food import from Taiwan. We're going to dive into all this, but first, let's take a quick look at what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalacking. All right, Rob, what are you looking at? All right. So the coolest headline that I came across today is that the UFC and WWE are merging into a $21.4 billion company. Mm, Crazy. That's big. Um, Did not see this one coming at all, but I really think it makes a ton of sense. Much like some of the hits that they... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Much like that chair to the back (laughs) of my head that I'm about to get. (laughs) For those keeping score at home, that $21.4 billion is made up of $12.1 billion for the UFC, and then the WWE is valued at $9.3 billion. Mm -hmm. A new publicly traded company will house both brands with Endeavor Group Holdings taking 51% and existing WWE shareholders taking the other 49%. If you know Endeavor, you know that their CEO, Ari Emanuel, was the real-life inspiration behind Entourage's Ari Gold character. So, of course, he's going to win this deal and be the head of this company. And he has two really high-profile top lieutenants now, Vince McMahon man who's going to remain the executive chairman at WWE and Dana White, who's going to be president at UFC. When asked, McMahon actually gave some really solid context into kind of where the combined company is going. He said the focus is going to be on maximizing the value of their combined media rights. Both of these companies have very expensive media rights and big time agreements right now with various media rights holders. They want to enhance sponsorship monetization, develop new forms of content, and pursue other strategic mergers and acquisitions to further bolster their brands. And they both have rabid fan bases. Two of the biggest podcasters in the world right now are Joe Rogan and Bill Simmons. And Joe Rogan kind of moonlights as a UFC commentator. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the guests that he has on his podcast are involved with the UFC. And on the other side, Bill Simmons is a huge WWE fan. But one of the coolest things about this is that they actually have talent crossover. Mm. So Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey have both kind of mixed and mingled with WWE and UFC. And I imagine that dynamic is probably going to become a lot more common now that they're essentially the same company. Yeah. And I think not just the talent, but in terms of just their operations as companies, I think I read that they expect to save almost $100 million a year. Amazing. Just in cost synergies. It's awesome. And huge event businesses. Like both of them are massive event driven businesses that drive huge in person attendance, huge digital attendance. I think when you look at how Disney Plus's bundle has grown, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu, you can actually trace it back to some of the big UFC fights. ESPN Plus, they hold exclusive rights to UFC broadcasts. And so you can see in kind of the subscriber chart that there are huge spikes at certain times. And a lot of them tie back to the big UFC fights, especially this one mm. Conor McGregor one. So really big opportunities for them, both on the physical and 
digital side. Yeah, UFC's YouTube following is more than the NFL and MLB combined. And WWE's is six times as large as the UFC's. Jeez. (laughs) The social capital that these brands are going to have together is just ludicrous. The best part and what I'm super excited for is there's no name for this combined company yet. I did think I saw that the stock ticker they're going to use is TKO. Oh, love that. Honestly, that's what they should just name the company. That's great. Yeah. All right. And as far as the other news that I've been looking at, so there's going to be a new U.S. storage kingpin, extra space storage, which will combine with its rival life storage. Lots of consolidation today, some big time Mm. mergers. This is a $12.7 billion deal. And adding to the drama, life storage recently rejected a bid from current top dog public storage. So a lot of drama going on. What have you been looking at, JC? Yeah, so uh, I was looking at an interesting development out of Google. It is now time to add another workplace acronym to their glossary, B-Y-O-S, bring your own stapler. Oh, no. (laughs) So cost-cutting efforts are continuing at Alphabet after Google's parent company eliminated 12,000 jobs back in January, which we have discussed. And according to CNBC, austerity measures include saving on staplers and tape dispensers as well. Internal memos reportedly warn the office basics will no longer be provided at print stations with San Francisco employees directed to borrow them from the receptionist desks as needed. Now, saving on office supplies is a very familiar tune in budget-conscious offices everywhere. So if this weren't Google, it wouldn't really be that surprising, but it is Google. And they've long set the standard for office perks and benefits Things much, much greater than staplers. Other ongoing efforts to rein in costs include pausing laptop refreshes, food, fitness, and massage, and transportation programs being reevaluated. But I think just big picture, employees at one of the world's most valuable companies struggling to find staplers is kind of sobering. And I think it just speaks to what's going on in this space. A recent executive survey showed 47% of companies planning to trim benefits this year, according to Fortune. Even cash-rich Apple has curtailed travel spending, cut bonuses, and stopped backfilling positions. So it's a different world out there. So I totally would have thought there are some other places where Google could have started in the office. I'm I'm not talking about layoffs. Obviously, we've talked about this, Mm -hmm. but Google offers some crazy perks. Their food program is nuts. Yeah, it's absurd. They legitimately have like incredible chefs cooking free meals. It's unbelievable. I can't imagine how much they're spending on that versus like, like how much is a stapler? Like $5? Yes, definitely less than the food program. Although when you have 175,000 employees, I assume <laughs> yeah, staples are not nothing, but definitely less than the food. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyways, in other news, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves Global Box Office Loot totaled $71 million over the weekend. Also, McDonald's corporate employees are working from home to start the week, but not for a good reason. The Chicago-based company closed U.S. offices for a few days as it prepares to lay off some employees virtually. The company has about 45,000 U.S. corporate staff. And rue the day, Paris will ban e-scooters following a vote that saw 90% of Parisians in favor. Complaints include clutter and safety, with 459 related accidents in 2022 alone. And with that, let's discuss bubble tea. All right, Rob, thoughts on bubble tea? I don't know. I kind of have mixed thoughts on bubble tea. I think I kind of like it. I do think that the texture is a little bit weird. And I think I would just prefer to have tea that doesn't have like globs of tapioca in it. But I don't know. In the right time, the right meal, the right environment, I think it's 
It's good. What are your thoughts on bubble tea? I have to say, I've only had it a couple times. I think I was turned off by the texture. Yeah. But it does seem like one of those things that can grow on you. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to try it again. And clearly, a lot of people are not only willing to try it again, but been trying it more and more every day. Bloomberg is out with this great report on the rise of bubble tea and how the industry is brewing up some serious profits. And really, I first want to send my condolences to frozen tilapia because uh, just a couple of years ago, tapioca, the main ingredient for, for these pearls in the tea, came out of absolutely nowhere to steal the top spot from the fish on the list of U.S. imports from Taiwan. Wow. Now worth almost $50 million in import value in 2022. Crazy. Taiwan's tapioca global export value rose 23% to more than $100 million, roughly three times that of second place Thailand. Despite being 64% more expensive, people really love tapioca from Taiwan. Now, Bubble tea was invented in Taiwan in the 1980s. It's been available in the U.S. for decades, but it's only really taken off in the last decade. And in recent years, it's just exploded. Kung Fu Tea, which is a brand founded in Queens, has over 350 locations and it's looking for $240 million in 2023 sales. The bubble tea bubble is showing really no signs of popping anytime soon. Analysis firm Future Market Insights has estimated that the $640 million U.S. bubble tea market in 2023 could be worth as much as $2.2 billion a decade from now. I think the traditional kind of like tea house mm-hmm. idea is kind of a hard sell on like young demographics these days. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to have a ton of luck getting people to like an old school ceremonial tea house. Right. But a bubble tea place that's playing EDM in the background that you can like TikTok <laughs> yeah. and find like a nice background for your Instagram. Like, I don't know. I think that works. It works. It's clearly working a lot. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.